And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Wednesday, July 17th edition. Got a nine-game main slate. We're going to break it all down for you here. I'll give you the cliff notes for the six-game early. Heads up, everybody. Weather is a biatch tonight, but hope everybody had a good Tuesday. The Miami Marlins sneaky stack, folks. That's why we do quick hits. That's why. Nights like that helps differentiate things. If you stick to your guns as nasty as it looked, it was a big night for you, especially Mr. Garrett Cooper at a nice, friendly $4,000. So, hope everybody had a good uh, Tuesday. We got a Wednesday, like I said, nine game main. We'll break it down, six game early. Uh, if you want to check out and you want to get ready for the NFL season, DFS style, go check out thequantage.com. They got best ball going on, they got all kinds of great stuff. And one of the greatest deals they got going right now, if you buy the NFL season package for only $149.99, way cheaper than a lot of the big sites, $149.99 gets you all these awesome tools. They got some new tools coming down the pipeline that Elliot Chris has talked about of late. They have a great lineup optimizer. The new website launches very soon. It's going to be amazing over there. $149.99. Use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A. You get the rest of MLB for free. I highly, highly recommend it if you plan on winning NFL DFS later this season. Go check that out. Quantage.com. Promo code Bubba. Get you the rest of the MLB season package for free when you buy NFL for $149.99. All right, your totals. On this, well, the sixth game are real quick. Mets, Twins, 10.5. Pirates, Cardinals, 9. Braves, Brewers, 10. Reds, Cubs, 8.5. Giants, or Giants, Rockies, 13. And Mariners, A's waiting on that one as the Mariners are going opener style there. So the real quick cliff notes. Sunny Gray, 10-2 at the Cubs. That's my top option on the slate. Going to Sunny Gray early and often. I know it's Chicago. I know it could be great. But the overall, the weather on the early slate's not too bad. Sonny Gray striking out over 28% that he faces with a 55% ground ball rate. And uh, Chicago strikes out almost 23% of the time versus righty. So Sonny Gray, big fan there. If you want to go a little cheaper, you can go to Chris Archer. I know it's not sexy. I know if you're a regular to click hits. We don't like Chris Archer, but of late, he's pitched well. He's faced St. Louis once this year. Five shutout innings with eight strikeouts for 24 points. He's got um, 14 or more points in essentially like set, uh, eight of his last 10 starts. And on this slate, you're going to want to get that. At 9,000, you want more than that. But all in all, it's not bad with Chris Archer. Going to the Cardinals team that strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. A very bad Cardinals team. Um, we saw them get shut down last night. by Agrizal, they did get to Musgrove. So pick your poison there. Uh, they have a 300 Woba and a 139 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So very bad team. Chris Archer at 9,000 is in play for you as well. Homer Bailey at 7K, making his A's debut at home against the Seattle Mariners, has my attention. Bailey has been pretty decent of late. He has like a 3.79 ERA over his last eight starts. His last two starts, 8.5 and, and 7.9 DK points, then 20, 29, 26. He does have tremendous upside. Uh, $7,000, not a bad punt option in that situation against the Seattle Mariners team. That strikes out uh, over 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Bailey... Almost 21% K rate and 46% ground ball rate. So at $7,000, you can definitely look his direction. And then last but not least, Jason Vargas is 65. It's super, super scary with Vargas, especially against a Minnesota team that's now getting healthy. Crohn's back. Uh, Rosario's back. Lots of good options there when you look at the Minnesota Twins. So it's not a great play by any means, but they do strike out 22.5% of the time versus lefties. Something to keep in mind when you're looking at that one. Lefty's 301, righty's 328 versus Vargas. 
It's not great. If I had to do it, I'd just make it one lineup. It's Sonny Gray. It's Homer Bailey. That's where I'm looking on this slate. But other than that, it's uh, Archer, Vargas, maybe even some Tommy Malone are in play for you there. Quick look at the bats on this slate. Um, If you're looking at New York, Minnesota, if you are targeting Vargas, you obviously get CJ Crones nice and cheap. He's back. He matches lefties. Uh, you got Nelly Cruz, who's got great history against Vargas. We'll talk about all the BVP at the end. He's done very well against Jason Vargas. Uh, switch hitting Jorge Polanco, GPP with Jonathan Scope. Um, Kepler hits lefties just fine. If Mitch Garver's back in the lineup, he should be. He was off yesterday. Solid play as well. On the Minnesota side, I mean, on the the, uh, the Mets side against Martin Perez, if Ramos is behind the dish, he loves hitting him some lefties. Todd Frazier's a good GPP play. Ahmed Rosario hits lefties well also. And then Jeff McNeil, this hits everybody. Maybe you'll get some other value in the lineups as they come out. Pittsburgh, St. Louis, you have Ponce de Leon versus Chris Archer. Again, Archer's an option, not a great option, but he's an option in the GPP. He'll be quite contrarian. Ponce de Leon was surprising in his last start. I go back to the Pittsburgh lefties. I think they're a good contrarian play on this slate with uh, Colin Moran, C. Dick, but more importantly, the likes of Adam Frazier, Josh Bell, uh, Brian Reynolds, those type of bats. And then mixing your Starling Marte because he hits everybody. And he's pissed off right now. There's an article in The Athletic. People saying he's not hustling enough. He doesn't care out there. And he's pissed. So uh, I, I like a pissed off Starling Marte. That's a really good motivator. He was he was running out ground balls yesterday. He was, like, you don't see that from a lot of these guys anymore. He was busting his ass down the line on ground balls because he's not happy with the way people are talking about him. So Starling Marte, he's uh, got a little, little chip on his shoulder right now. If you are targeting Chris Archer with St. Louis... It's it's hit and miss that offense. Goldie's been just just dreadful, which really really sucks. But you know Tyler O'Neill's been red hot. You can look at him in the outfield. Uh, just kind of see what their lineup comes out like because you can mix and match certain options. But just overall, not a sexy lineup from St. Louis. It's a lineup that can go off from time to time, but not sexy right now. Carpenter on the IL, Ozuna on the IL, Yadier on the IL. Uh, you got to really see how that lineup uh, stretches out to dictate how you go about things. Atlanta, Milwaukee. This is a fun one. Dallas Keuchel back on the bump. For those that listen enough, you know what we're doing. Milwaukee. Keuchel's been getting luckier than lucky can be. Like he's he's winning the mega millions over and over again. Ryan Braun, really good play today. Loves matching his lefty. Locaine heating up. I've been mentioning that lately in the write-ups for TQE and on the pod. He went deep again last night. He's getting healthy. Those two guys match lefties. Jesus Aguilar, good GPP play. Keston here is a straight fire. Went deep again last night. He is crushing it. He's been relatively cheap of late. I like him a ton at second base today. Um, and then you can mix and match. Moose does hit lefties fine if you want, if you want to go full stack. Uh, see what other guys get thrown out there. But Braun, Kane, Hira are th- my three favorites. Uh, Sprinkle in some Aguilar if you want to get really GPP. Moose, kind of see how else that plays. But I think Milwaukee's a fun one on this slate. Chase Anderson is very up and down Atlanta. You can take advantage of that with Freddie Freeman and company. Ozzie Albies, Ronald Acuna, a really good look for you there as well. Uh, if you're going full stack, you can look at Dansby, Josh Donaldson, and whatnot. But my initial looks are Freeman, Acuna, sprinkle in some Albies. But if you want like a tighter stack, it's Freeman, Acuna, maybe some Josh Donaldson in there. And then see what else. Marcakis is always a, a cheap, low-owned piece. If you're going like four-man stacks, he's a really good piece in action like this. Uh, Cincinnati, Chicago, Sonny Gray, U Darvish, two really good pitchers. Uh, ownership should be low. If you're targeting Sonny Gray, it's with Rizzo. It's with uh, Schwarber, who had the walk-off last night. It's still too cheap. Uh, Jason Hayward. You can look those routes, but then don't forget Chris Bryant. He's been heating up. I told you that yesterday. Went deep again. Him and Baez are always good plays to be contrarian because everyone goes to the lefties. 
those guys can hit pretty much everybody when they're on. So that's where you go there. If you want to be really contrarian on the slate, you play the Cubs because Sonny Gray should be rather popular, I'd imagine. But join us in the chats later. We'll talk about that when ownership comes out. Uh, the Reds versus you, Darvish. You're looking at the likes of, say, uh, you know, this is tough because their lineup keeps changing. If uh, Winker and Jeanette are in there, two cheaper. Left-handed bats, you can look at some of Joey Votto. There's three cheap lefties you can really pick on there with, with uh, against Darvish. But then Puig's in play. Eugenio Suarez is on fire right now versus lefties and righties. Guys you can look at there and see what else pops up in that lineup. Uh, you got Coors, Giants, Rockies, John Gray, Sean Anderson. The Rockies are a great play because Sean Anderson... As he has a couple of good starts here and there, but way too much pitch to contact for anybody to like. So uh, a lot to like there with the, the Rockies versus Sean Anderson. Pretty much you you name it, it's the lineups there. There's value, there's not value. It's Coors Field. And then the Giants versus John Gray are super cheap still, so if you want to go there, no problem at all. John Gray pitched well his last time out, but it's Coors. You can always have fun with that. Seattle-Oakland wraps things up. Again, it's Kara City opening up for Tommy Malone. The A's versus the lefties, very nice. Malone's been good this year. Don't get me wrong. He's been pretty good. But you got Marcus Simeon, Matt Chapman went deep yesterday. Matt Olson's hitting lefties. Great plays there. Crush Davis is slumping tremendously. It's tough to go back to that well. But he's so damn cheap, and you're waiting for that to, that to really get going. But you know, Chapman, Olson, Simeon, uh, Ramon Liriano are some of my top targets there for the A's, among some others. But then if you're going to Seattle versus Homer Bailey, it's Malik Smith. It's Domingo Santana. Uh, it's J.P. Crawford. It's not sexy by any means. There, there's options there, but that's why I kind of like Bailey at 7,000. The the M's could go off, but I, I think there's some tremendous upside in that matchup. So recapping real quick, you got John Gray. Or I mean, you got Sonny Gray up top. I like a lot. John, uh, Chris Archer, Homer Bailey, Jason Vargas. If I'm making one lineup, it's Gray, Bailey, and then you mix and match the bats from there. If you need more discussion on the early slate, come join us at the TQE member Discord or the Fantasy Sports DJ's Slack chat, and we'll help you out with all of that. All right, let's get in to the nine-game main slate on this one. Totals, you have six of the nine totals right now are 10 or higher. Dodgers, Phillies, 10.5. Rays, Yankees, 10. Nationals, Orioles, 11. Tigers, Indians, 9. Padres, Marlins, 7.5. Blue Jays, Red Sox, 11. D-backs, Rangers, 10.5. White Sox, Royals, 10.5. Astros Angels waiting on that one because the opener in Anaheim. It's crazy, and what's worse is the weather is really, really rough. You got Dodgers Philly starts out okay, and the rain picks up as the game goes on. It's super hot, humid, wind blowing out the center at 9 miles an hour. Great hitting environment. You have to keep an eye on it. If the rain holds off, great smash spot. Have some fun there. Washington Baltimore, 30 to 40% chances of rain throughout the day. Keep an eye there, but again, another hot one, wind blowing out, great hitting environment. Tampa Bay, Philly, or Tampa Bay, New York, lots of rain coming in late, so keep an eye there, it looks nasty. Toronto, Boston, the same, it's raining heavy a lot in Boston. Um, Arizona, Texas, it's going to be like, a, it's going to feel like it's 110, very humid, ball flying in Arlington, and then White Sox, Kansas City, wind blowing out to left at 13 miles an hour, super hot, super humid, super great hitting environment. So a lot of these totals are dictated by the weather we're getting here. It's bad pitching and the weather. So great places to hit. Just be careful. Philadelphia, Baltimore, New York, Boston all have rain coming in there. That can make things very, very interesting. That leaves you five other games with no major rain chances, but a couple with some great offensive environments. So this, this slate can get smaller or it can get really, really stressful. So keep an eye on all of that. When we're looking at the pitching 
on this nine-game slate. Garrett Cole, 12-5, leads the way at the Angels. I hate paying that much for pitching, but Cole's been great. He's faced uh, Anaheim once this year, seven shutout innings, nine Ks for 35 points. Uh, he's just been damn good, 27, 34, 34, 16, a 22, a 29, a 38, a 15, a, a 35. Garrett Cole is outstanding, 12-5. On a slate like this, A, you know his pitching environment's going to be fine in Anaheim. They don't strike out a ton, but he struck out nine of them. Um, he gives you that stability at the top of a, of a lineup that you can really, really take advantage of. Uh, lefty's hitting 270, righty's 257 off Cole. Great play at 12-5. Really, really like it. It's just the price point. If you can afford it, yes. If not, I understand. You can drop down to 10-9. Chris Paddock at the Miami Marlins has two starts since returning from his little hiatus. Uh, he's got three starts since returning from a hiatus. First start, not great, but then... Six and eight Ks in his last two at the Dodgers against the, it's against the Cardinals. 22 or more points in both those starts. Looked a lot more like the Paddock of old. Now he goes into Miami's team that strikes out over 24% of the time. I love them versus Logan Allen. Not so much against Chris Paddock. Paddock striking out almost 27% of the batters he faces with a 43% ground ball rate. Miami has a 3.4 team total. Lefty's 296, righty's 257 versus Paddock. And they have a 296 Woba and a 129 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Paddock at 10-9. Very, very, very good play this evening. Another play I like a lot just below here is Mike Clevenger at $9,900. $1,000 cheaper. Yeet Clev, who has not faced Detroit yet this year, but coming off 17-7 and 33 in his last two starts, as he's still kind of shaking off the cobwebs for missing so much time. But he's looked really, really good in parts of those starts. Really good. You got, you got Detroit strikes out 25% of the time versus right into pitching. Clevenger at minus 260 uh, road favor, or home favorite in this matchup. He's, a, he's in a smash spot here. Detroit's got the lowest team total on the slate at 3.2. They have a 292 Woba and a 148 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Detroit in a uh, – or Clevenger in a great spot versus Detroit tonight at 99. And last but not least, at 9K and above, Erod, 9500 bucks at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, he's been 395 home ERA, averaging about 20 points per start at home this season. He had 33 in his last start against the Dodgers. He had 18 at Detroit, 13 against the Yanks. And then a 23, a 21, a 23, a 21 mixed in there. Very up and down with Erod. You know the walks can get in the way, but when he's not walking, guys, he's outstanding. He's a minus 250 home favorite with a, a Toronto team that strikes out 23.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Erod, 25% K rate. The walks are down to 7%, which is outstanding. And almost a 45% ground ball rate. He's been really, really good. And Toronto's got a 4.3 team total against uh, Erod. Lefty's 322. Righty's only 295. And when you look at Toronto, a 308 Woban, a 165 ISO versus lefties. Erod's a very, very good look tonight on this slate. So 9K and above, we've got Clevenger, Paddock, Erod, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's the best pitcher on the slate, but you save a lot of money, and you can get down to some really good options there. Again, with Clevenger, Paddock, Erod, and then Cole, 9K and above. Now, after the big dogs, it gets really, really rough. you got Danny Duffy at 77 at home against the White Sox, but that hitting environment is filthy, absolutely filthy. He's actually been better, uh, DK-wise better on the road than at home this year. Last start against Detroit, minus 2.3, and then 10.4 against Cleveland. 15 against Minnesota, 22 against Detroit, minus 3 against Boston, 16 against the Yankees. So it's very, very GPP with Danny Duffy, uh, very up and down. There is massive potential there against the White Sox team that strikes out 26% of the time versus lefties, but also that weather, that hitting environment. White Sox, a team total of 5.1. Lefties, 340. Righties, 350 off Duffy. 
in the White Sox, they have a 333 Woba, which is outstanding versus lefties, but only a 157 ISO, kind of average at best versus lefties. So Duffy's in play in GPPs because the White Sox can always land a goose egg, and at worst they can strike out like eight plus times after he gives up three runs in six innings, and you're still golden at 77. At the same time, they could play home run derby with him because Abreu crushes lefties and, and much, much more. So pick your poisons there with Danny Duffy. He's in play, but it's not the sexiest of plays. Trevor Richards at 73 at home against the San Diego Padres. Faced San Diego once this year. Five innings, one hit, no earned, eight Ks for almost 30 points. It's been rough for him of late. 6.7 at Atlanta. 6.5 home versus Philly. Minus .2 against Washington, but then 22.6 at St. Louis. Struggled against Pittsburgh, but then 20, 29, 26, 17. He was pitching great this year until like his last four or five starts. He got really kind of sketchy. Hopefully the Padres can get him back on track here. That's what we're shooting for. In this pretty cush matchup, San Diego strikes out 26% of the time versus righties. Trevor Richards, 21% K rate, 36% ground ball rate. And San Diego, a 4.1 team total. Lefties, 320. Righties, 306. Third lowest on the slate. So at 7300 bucks, very much worth a gamble down below. So in that 7K range, I got Richards 1, Duffy 2. Now when you go to punt, it's not pretty. I talked about the hitting environment in Kansas City. You got Ivan Nova at 5K if you need to. It's there. Jesse Chavez at 41, another great hitting environment in Arizona. He's there. He's been better of late, but usually on the road than at home. But 4100 bucks. We saw what Sparkman did last night. Sparkman's matchup was a lot better than Chavez at home versus Arizona. But 4100 bucks frees up so much. Arizona strikes out 21% of the time versus righties. Chavez, 22% K rate, 43% ground ball rate. And when you look at Arizona, they have a 5-3 team total. Lefties hitting 285 versus Chavez. Righties 359. You're kind of worried more about the lefties and righties outside like Christian Walker uh, in, in Arizona. Arizona's a 311 Woba against uh, right-handed pitching. So Chavez at 4100 is very punt-worthy. Just realize it could get ugly and ugly quick, but very much a punt in play there. So recapping your pitching overall. Up top, Clevenger, Paddock, Erod, Cole, in the middle, Richards, Duffy, down below, Chavez, and Yvonne Nova. Let's get to the bats on this nine-gamer. Again, remember the weather when you're building these lineups and checking things out before lock. But you guys got like Christian Vasquez, Aaron Sanchez is so bad. So, so bad. Boston's going to be very popular tonight. When you look at the totals on the slate, Boston's got a 6.17 total highest on the night slate. Lefty's 337, righty's 385 versus Aaron Sanchez. So Christian Vasquez... Good good play if you're paying up top at the position. But if you're going down a little bit, you got some other options. Like James McCann, who we know crushes lefties. He's 4,100 versus Danny Duffy. That's a great play. Really good play. Alex Avila against Chavez at 4K. In that hitting environment, sneaky nice um, in that matchup. And then you just slide on down and you look to punt after that. Those, you got those three up top. James McCann, uh, Christian Vasquez, some of the top options up there. And then, like I said, then he punt uh, Wellington Castillo, Zach Collins. They're both not really around for the White Sox that much uh, in those matchups. So those don't really count. But, uh, yeah, you're going to check lineups because most of our punt boys are gone. Like maybe Francisco Mejia at 28. He could be an option for you there. Um, yeah, John Hicks. I don't even want to do Clevenger, but Hicks is down there. Um, puta. The, the, the punts are rough. The punts are really rough. Jeff Mathis at 2K might be your guy again, but... Uh, Check lineups to see what guys come out. Otherwise, you might be paying up at the position tonight because the punts are just, like, really, really bad. 
First base, you got Carlos Santana versus Spencer Turnbull. The bull has been rough of late, really rough. Cleveland's got a 5-8 team total. Lefty's 357, righty's 292 off the bowl. Carlos Santana at 53, very, very nice. Max Muncy hit a moonshot last night. He's 51. Pavetta's been off of late. Another great environment in Philly. Watch the weather, though. But Dodgers 5-6 team total. Lefty's 355, righty's 382 versus Pavetta. So he's in play for you as well. And we mentioned how righty's at Aaron Sanchez very well. So Michael Chavez, first base, second base, can be sneaky at 4,800. Christian Walker as well at 47. This could be a good GPP day for Christian Walker. Righties have been matching Sanchez. Walker's always kind of boom or bust, but in a game like that, it could be a sneaky play in that matchup. Uh, Jock Jams went deep last night. He's 46, GPP relevant yet again in that great, great matchup. Uh, Matt Adams, I loved him yesterday. He went deep, but another great play tonight. He's 4,400 versus Brooks of Baltimore. Washington's got a 5-19 total, second highest on the slate, facing Aaron Brooks. Lefty's 386, righty's 341 against Brooks. So Matt Adams at 44, sneaky nice in that matchup. Uh, similar to Christian Walker, Aaron Cron's an interesting play here. GPP only, or not Aaron, Kevin Cron. Uh, GPP only for Arizona. I prefer Walker over Cron, but both interesting. Uh, Nate Lowe likely getting started to give Herman, which sucks. Um, Herman's very, very good. But if you want to be contrarian at 41, you can definitely check that one out. Uh, Jake Lamb at only 4K in that environment versus Chavez. A good discount play there. A few other like Chester Cuthbert at 37 versus Ivan Nova. I think the Royals are a fun stack tonight. Between the hitting environment and the shitty White Sox pitching, the Royals have a 5.4 team total. Lefty's 341, righty's 380 off Nova. So like Chester Cuthbert at 3,700. He comes into play. He got eight points for you last night. 8-8-0-7-16 in his last five and he's got that upside to go deep. So 3,700, he can become an intriguing option for you there. Jake Bowers at 36 for his Turnbull. If you need to get weird, if Matt Beattie cracks the lineup, he's 36 for the Dodgers. He had the big home run last night. So you do have a few options down below here at first base. Second base, Patel Marte at 52. Very, very solid. I mentioned Max Muncy, but Whip Merrifield at 5,000. It's worth a look. Put up 26 points last night. 26, 3, 14, 10, 16, 5, 10 of late. Double-digit machine, great cash game play, GPP upside. Good part of a Royal stack with Whit Merrifield. Uh, you go down farther, like Danny Santana's not bad. I mentioned Chavez, but Lourdes Gurriel, he's down to 47. We're getting a discount. He only put up 23 points last night. 23, 0, 3, 10, um, 0, 24. He's been over 5K for the last eight games. Dropping down to 47 versus Erod. That's a good GPP play. Oh, oh God! Sorry. This is this is why it's called a first look podcast. I do my pitching research the night before. I don't look at the bats at all. Don't look at them at all. This is fun for all of us. So I've been bitching about Jose Altuve's price of late: thirty eight hundred, thirty six, four K yesterday, so on and so forth. Well, he faces Anaheim tonight. He gets Cole and then Pena. He's finally up to forty six guys. They did it. They finally did it. Still a good play, but they finally did it. That's outstanding. Uh, Johnny Villar has been struggling with 43 versus uh, Eric Fede. Could be a nice little play for you there. Brock Holt at 39. Like him as a, as a cheapie or a wraparound Boston stack. Put up nine points for you last night. Nine and ten in his last two. Good kind of cheap action in a very popular Boston team. Who, again, has a 6.17 total highest on the slate. Uh, a few others below 4K. Rudin Odor, GPP only. Uh, Brosu of Tampa Bay, GPP only at 37. Uh, Vargas of Arizona, since it's that hitting environment against Chavez, I like that quite a bit at 37. He put up 21 last night. 
if you're stacking Arizona, Vargas is in play. Otherwise, don't go running to play him necessarily. Like Jason Kipnis at 36, that's a good value play. So you got some value on this slate, which is surprising. So maybe you can get two pretty good pitchers if you need to because there's lots of bats for Dave. Third base, Rafael Devers should be more than $5,700, but we'll take it. That's a great play. Rendon, not bad at 55 either. Both really good. They give me all the Rafael Devers. Escobar is a good play. Switch hitting Johan Moncada at 48. It's a nice discount. He's been higher of late. Uh, targeting Danny Duffy from both sides of the plate there. So good looks there up top. Uh, Bregman's always worth a look at 48, but I'd actually like to gamble on Moncada tonight a little more than Bregman just to get a little contrarian action there. But uh, it's Devers and Moncada, my two top guys, if you're looking to kind of differentiate. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 44. He keeps getting the price bump. He's deserved it. Really good play over Spencer Turnbull tonight. No problem going that route. But Hunter Dozier is one I like a lot at 4,200. He matched his right-handed pitching, put up 29 last night, 29, 14, and 11 in his last three. 4,200 bucks for Hunter Dozier. Big fan of that one tonight at that price point. Again, Jake Lamb in a GPP is not bad. Heimer Condelario at 38 for Clevenger, GPP only. Put up a goose egg yesterday within 14 and 16 the previous two. GPP only with Heimer, but interesting nonetheless. Mentioned Chesler Cuthbert earlier at 37. Vargas of Arizona, second base, third base eligible at 37. A couple other options for you there. Uh, David Fletcher at 35 for the Angels. Vlad Guerrero Jr. has been struggling tremendously. He's down to 34. Then Hanser Alberto, second base, third base at 33. He went deep yesterday. If you need to punt, Fetty's not that good. A lot of pitch to contact. So if you need to punt at second base or third base in a good hitting environment, watch the rain. Hanser Alberto could be your guy. Shortstop X-Man went deep last night. Another great play tonight at 56. Really good play there. Uh, Trey Turner's not bad against Brooks, but I'd rather have Lindor at 5K versus Turnbull if I'm not going all the way up to Bogarts. Uh, keep an eye on Mondesi. He left with a shoulder injury. He looked bad, so that, that he might be out for a little bit. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Alex Bregman at 48, very much in play for you there. Uh, Corey Seager at 44 just really hasn't been getting it done. It's a good matchup, really good matchup. We get him low-owned. If you're stacking the Dodgers and you want a piece of low ownership, Seager's there, but he really has not been good since coming back from the IL. Again, Johnny VR at 43 is in play. Machado, I just like I respect Richards, but Machado at 43, if you need to, he's there. But I respect Richards tonight. But Machado could always go deep. But guys like Didi Gregorius, he's only 3,600 versus Torinos. He hit a grand slam last night. I believe, no, yeah, 22 points. But then he had a zero, a three, a zero, a bunch of zeros. Had a hot stretch earlier last week. So it's hit and miss with DD, but 3,600, there is massive upside. If you're looking to say, screw it, I'm punting and I'm going with the guy that's got big boy upside. That's DD versus Torinos and company. At 3,600. Outfield. Belly Bombs went deep again yesterday. And he's 58 timers. Pavetta, great spot there. Juan Soto went deep yesterday. He's 55. He's day-to-day. So keep an eye on that. But another great spot. Mookie Betts at 54. is a tremendous spot versus Sanchez. So all really good as you'd expect up top. Went Merrifield at 5K. Joey Gallo at 5K in the GPP. All really good plays. J.D. Martinez only 48. It's got my attention for sure. Gerard Dyson at 48 for Chavez. Nice sneaky play because no one will own him. He gets on, he steals bags. Got you 16 points last night. It's tough to pay that much for Dyson. It really is. But uh, GPP-wise, I can see the upside. Lourdes Gurriel at 47. Talked about that a second ago. But Jock Jams at 46. Big fan of that. Benton Tendy's 45. He's been really, really quiet, though. Really quiet. 7, 16, 5, 2, 0, 5. He's been really quiet. If you want to get some low ownership on Benny, you can. But it's tough. Really tough. Oscar Mercado has been straight fire of late. He's 45, but give me some Jorge Soler at 45 versus Ivan Nova. 
I really like that. I'm liking like a Whit Merrifield, Dozier, Solaire. Maybe throw in some Chester Cuthbert. Give me some Royals rock and roll tonight. Boys and girls really starting to feel that one against Ivan Nova in that environment tonight. Could take advantage in a big, big way. Aaron Hicks at 43 versus Trinos. Definitely in play for you there. Austin Meadows went deep yesterday. Have CC, he's 43 versus Herman in a GPP. I can get behind that. He's gone deep in back-to-back games. 14-14 in his last two. Then 7-7-7-8. Seven, 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 at 4300 bucks, Herman's very good. But uh, Meadows, not a bad play there at 43 Alex Verdugo at 43. Put up a goose egg last night. It was rolling of late. Good spot there versus Pavetta. Don't mind that at all. A few others to take a peek at on this slate. Uh, Bryce Harper at 41. Really good look. Big game last night. Got Kenta Maeda tonight. Scott Kingery's homer in back-to-back games. He's 41 as well versus Maeda. Philadelphia could be sneaky on this slate. Maeda's been okay, but almost five total versus Maeda. Lefty's 329. Righty's 212. Kingery's been hitting good enough. I'll let that slide. Same with Reese Hoskins, but Harper at 41. Very good look there. He's been swinging a hot stick. So keep that in mind. Kiermaier at 4K versus Sherman in the GPP. Shohei Otani at only 41. I like that quite a bit, but it's Garrett Cole. It's a GPP only. Cole will give up home runs, though. So keep that in mind. few 4K and below guys to take a peek at. Taylor Naquin, or Tyler Naquin. We like to play him versus uh, right-handed pitching. He's 4K versus Turnbull. Really good spot for him there. Really, really good spot there. Uh, Eloy Jimenez is on. He's going to the IL after Tuesday's game. That sucks. That really sucks. Collided with a teammate in the first inning. That sucks because against Duffy tonight would be a great spot. But he's likely out. Uh, Santander versus Fetty at 39 GPP relevant in that matchup. Randall Grichik swinging a really good bat. He's 38 in GPP versus Erod. Jackie Bradley Jr. at 38. Good value in that one couple others to look at down below here. Willie Calhoun went back to the minors. That sucks. Uh, Greg Allen, if he's in the Cleveland lineup at 37, is value. Same with Jake Bowers at 36. If you need to go there, Manny Margot at 36. Beattie at 36. Uh, Justin Upton versus Cole is tough, but he's 35. So you got some value down here if you need it on tonight's slate. All right, recapping the pitching real quick. Up top, I got Clevenger, Paddock, Erod, Cole, in the middle, Richards, Duffy, down below, Chavez, Nova. If you're looking to stack it up, there are tons of options. Boston is in a smash spot for Aaron Sanchez. That is a great spot. They make movies about guys playing home run derby and stuff like that against Aaron Sanchez. So that is a really good look. Washington versus Aaron Brooks, not bad. I prefer the Boston one. Or go to Cleveland versus Spencer Turnbull. Like that a lot. Don't sleep on the Dodgers versus Pavetta. But my favorite stack right now is Kansas City versus Nova. That's where I'll be looking uh, to be different, it's like Boston will be popular. Everyone's going to want to go to Cleveland's been popular lately. Washington, I like me some Royals versus uh, Ivan Nova. I'll be looking to target that. If not, you head to Arizona versus Chavez or the White Sox versus Duffy. You can just stack that Kansas City game and have a lot of fun. And don't sleep on Philly versus Kenta Maeda. Let's look at the BVP on this slate. Nelly Cruz, 12 for 33, two doubles, five homers off Vargas. Mentioned at the beginning of the pod. Just stay tuned for that one. That's a biggie. Um, yeah, Dexter Fowler, 4 for 13 versus Chris Archer. Lorenzo Cain, 5 for 17, two doubles and a homer versus Dallas Keuchel. Freddie Freeman, 4 for 12, double and a homer off Chase Anderson. Uh, Derek Dietrich, 4 for 9, two homers off you Darvish. As a team, they're at 277 off Darvish. Brandon Belt, 4 for 14, double and a homer off John Gray. Heading to, or we have D. Gordon, 5 for 14 off Homer Bailey. 
Headed to the evening slate, the nine-game main slate of action. JT Realmuto, four for 11, two homers off Kenta Maeda. Cesar Hernandez, four for 13, two doubles and a homer. Gene Segura, six for 20 with a double. The fighting fills, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, you go down even farther on some of these. Jackie Bradley, five for 18, double and a homer off Sanchez. Bradley, Benintendi, JD, Betts, Bogarts have all homered off him. They're all hitting pretty well as a team off of him. So keep that in mind. If you did it any more convincing. Logan Forsythe, 5 for 11 with a homer off of Ray. Choose homer twice. Santana Fedorovich homered. Hunter Pence, 7 for 18. Two doubles off Robbie Ray. Pence is back from the IL. Uh, Jose Abreu, 17 for 53. Two doubles, two homers. 321 average versus Duffy. Yolmer Sanchez, if you want some sneakiness. 11 for 34. Two doubles and a triple off of Duffy. Even Lurie Garcia, 6 for 21. Double and a triple. Justin Upton, 6 for 19, double and a homer off Garrett Cole. Simmons, 5 for 16. Trout Pools, Boar have all gone deep off of Cole. And that'll do it, folks. Quick hits in the book. Got your six-gamer broke down early for you, nine-gamer late. Check me out on Twitter, at BDN. Check a rating and review. It would be much appreciated. Join us over at Quantage.com. Promo code Bubba gets you the rest of the MLB season for free when you buy NFL for $149.99. And also check us out on FantasySportsDGens.com. Lots of good stuff there. Bench with Bubba episode 188 with or 189 with Scott Jenstead of Rotowire. Much, much more gone on over there. You got the, the British Open goes off tonight, the Open Championship. You got the always pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself, Jesse, Kevin. You got our OAD picks and much, much more. So go check it out. Get yourself ready. Get crack a lacking. But enjoy this Wednesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 17th edition. I'm out. Yeah.